Alright, we are hot. Fuck yeah. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of Fireside Chat with the Bear Bard. Today we have a special guest we brought in to roost, the one and only Crow's Perch. My name is Jacob Crow and welcome to Bear Bard's Fireside Chat. Hey. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with this podcast, we bring in the best and brightest of the TTRPG space. Oh, and we brightest, can... thank you. <laughs> exactly. You know, we have a high class, high bar here to yeah, say. Yeah, we stay humble. We <laughs> Exactly. Uh, exactly. Humble? <laughs> humble? Which one? Uh, I think it's humble. You're talking about the uh, the, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not you know it's not it's not, <laughs> not Tech Nine. It's it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. We we removed Tech Nine <laughs> from the entire song. It's only Dwayne Johnson. It's just his part repeats over yeah, and over. Exactly. And, over. <laughs> and I imagine the entire music video is that GIF where he turns, looks at the camera, and does that. The eye, the, the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah the <laughs> no one else is associated with that song. Just Dwayne Johnson. Period. He I, think, I think there's actually like two other people in that song too. He, he does the bass with uh, uh, his pecs. He just recorded that <laughs> and it just vibrated and used that for the bass. You know. Tim, Terry Crews comes in and helps with the bass. Yeah, 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 he yeah, helps yeah. with the bass a little bit. Just yeah. pop, pop, pop. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Crews plays D&D. We, we might be able to get him on, you know? Bro, he does. I've seen that. I've seen he was in that celebrity D&D. Yeah. Uh, if Matt Mercer can talk to Terry Crews, we can talk to Terry Crews. Yeah. Bro, right? Because like we're basically Matt Mercer. We're, like, basically, like, Matt we're basically the yeah. same. <laughs> there's there's Matt Mercer, Brendan Lee Mulligan, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Cross it's Perch. Exactly. <laughs> and then right there, and then Bear Bar. And we're all kind of smushed right there. In between. Yeah, exactly. Then it goes to, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, you, uh, Matt Colville? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like Colville. I said we're we're right above that. We're right, right between. Yeah, that. yeah. We, may, we may as well be Kobo, You know what I mean, bro? Like maybe we are. Maybe we are. Maybe we're like yeah. Zodia. We all just make out. up different you pieces. Know, he needs of. to watch out with Social Blade. You know, he needs to check. We're gonna pass him. <laughs> I say last night. I just checked Social Blade last night. It's like I make between thirty cents <laughs> and two hundred billion dollars. Yeah. What was the thing Artificial DM was saying on the Discord? He was like, uh, "Wait, yeah, fucking, uh, uh, you either get a mansion today or you can afford groceries." Sort of. Yeah, like, You're going to afford two apples. Yeah, you can get two apples for groceries. <laughs> we clearly bring in the best and brightest, and we get to know them uh, both around the table and everywhere else. So, Crow, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your channel? Uh, yeah. Uh, once again, my name is Jacob Crow, and in case you didn't know. And, uh, yeah, I cover RPG horror stories. I give some DMing advice in between, uh, in between some of the stories. I give some player advice. I make game recommendations and also host uh, my own uh, Blades in the Dark games on my page uh, for my patrons on my Discord channel. Yeah, uh, I've actually sat in. Not, I haven't played unfortunately because my mm -hmm. times don't work out. But I've sat in, and uh, if you can get to that, if you know, if you, if you have the the, the funds that uh, like the the games definitely seem worth it. It seems like they're they're really well run. So. Oh, so, you know, make, make sure to get onto his Patreon and, and, and get in get in those games. It's, uh, you know, yeah. where all the cool kids are at, man. It's where all the cool kids hang. I even got Den of the Drake on there. So, you know, if you want to you want to support the Patreon, maybe you get in. I don't know. <laughs> I only take up to like six people, though. Because you, you heard here, guaranteed you get to yeah, meet Den of the Drake in person. Can... He gives you a signed pair of his boxers. Yeah, yeah. He will <laughs> literally show up at your house and you get to take his boxers. From him. From him, yeah. He will <laughs> sign them, hand them to you. He'll walk out of the, into the street outside your house naked and just walk home. Just shirt, yeah. shirts, shirts and socks on. <laughs> yeah, just shirts. <laughs> Full just display, you know, before he flies away, of course. I said guarantee I'll have a, like, a little disclaimer, like may not actually be guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> work, work in progress rewards here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'll be our, that's when I make the OnlyFans. 
I was like, it'll be it'll be the eleven dollar tier. What's it? Yeah, my highest is. I actually got a suggestion from one of my other Discord people that I should make a higher tier, but I was just like, I don't know, like who would sign up? Who wants to give me money? Evidently, about thirty people, but still, like I still can't believe that. <laughs> every every know? time I look at my subscribers, I'm like, who wants to listen to me? Yeah, like, my wife tells me to stop talking, bro. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend tells me I need to shut the fuck up sometimes. And meanwhile, I got seven thousand people on the internet telling me, no, keep talking, keep talking. We love hearing <laughs> this. Like, You're like, Pfft. so I'm just looking at my girlfriend like, Pfft. so maybe you we know. got just a bunch of uh, uh, masochists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I'm looking at my girlfriend. They're like, you know, they like me more. So I, was, I have options. I don't. I don't. Yeah, need I got this. options, babe. I got fucking options. I said, that's, what I, used to, that's what I used to tell me. I used to uh, be a barista. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter. If you're a barista, it doesn't matter who you are, what you look mm. like, you will be hit on. Like, oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, I, I got, I, like, I remember one time, uh, the first time it happened to me, I was sitting there, like, I was just, you know, talking to this guy between my orders. I didn't think anything of it because I'm just, like, you know. And then all of a sudden, like, he gets his coffee and hands me his number. I'm just, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and so I, told, I went home and told my wife. I'm just, like, I got options now. I don't need this. <laughs> He's willing uh, to pay me for my time, babe. How about it, you? Huh? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm like, I, you know, I said I need, I need some, some benefit to being here. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, uh, why don't you tell us what like got you into TTRPGs in the first place? Because um, obviously, the, you know, something brought you to this, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what got me into TTRPGs to begin with is my uncle used to run D&D uh, &D 3.5 uh, Pathfinder kind of stuff for me back in the day. It's also the reason why I hate those games, uh, because it wasn't fun. But you know what I did like? I did like making my little pretend character. I did like doing that kind of shit. I had always had an inclination to do things like theater and whatnot, and I ended up doing that stuff in high school. I, I played these games back when I was in like middle school, pretty much, right? And... Um, yeah, like he, maybe I, I, I could pro I could be a little bit more charitable about this and say that like it wasn't necessarily that like the game was bad. It was just how we ran it was bad. And that was actually part of the reason why when the D&D &D basic rules first got posted up on uh, uh, like remember when like D&D &D Next was happening, it was like fifth edition yeah. was first coming out. And the basic rules got posted up, and it was the first time I was ever like, okay, I want to do, like, a D&D thing. But we actually did play a game before that. Uh, we had played uh, Dark Heresy, if you're familiar with that. Yeah, 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 40K? Yeah, yeah, it's like 40K, and to anybody who doesn't know what Dark Heresy is, uh, Dark Heresy is made by Fantasy Flight Games. It is their... Uh, uh, pr that and Rogue Trader and Only War are, like, the big, like, flagships of that of like their whole um, uh, 40K like line of games. And those respectively are like Dark Heresies about being uh, uh, acolytes of the Inquisition and Only War is about playing as Imperial Guardsmen, which is hella fun. And yeah, yeah. you die a lot. But, you <laughs> what, know, Imperial it's, Guardsmen dying? Like that seems crazy to I me. Know, right? It's wild. Like, They're basically kind of, Space Marines already, right? <laughs> the Space Marines are little bitches. You know, Guardsmen awards that. That's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the other one, uh, Rogue Trader, is basically like, what if I'm Han Solo, but in 40K? You know? And it's basically just an excuse so your friends could play orcs without them having to get shot at. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I would say orcs are the best race pretty, in that entire game, much. period. So Yeah, you get to be a belligerent uh, 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 British boy. You know? <laughs> like, you just put on your voice and you sound like a bruv, you know? In it. 
And you get to say a bunch of made up words like, and I love saying fantasy made up words like Zog and, you know, what, what, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. There's just something really appealing about saying fantasy made up words that sound dumb, you know, exactly. <laughs> like. Of it, yeah. <laughs> the the mall over here, uh, mm. where I where I uh, when I was, when I was in high, middle school, I played um, the mm. not forty k, but I played the uh, Lord of the Rings tabletop they did. Ooh, um, there's just I was a huge, I was a huge Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings nerd, oh, and really? so uh, I played that, <clears throat> and in that, so it's in the mall, mm. you know, where where you know, but all the cool kids are, mm. uh, and Obviously. to. <laughs> To see who went first, you had to wog. It was so you just had to yeah, wog louder than the other people. So every so often, you know, you go to the mall, you just hear, oh, you know, God. some you know, a bunch of fucking teenagers and yeah. kids and you know, dolls and stuff, just like. Rah! I know a lot of people think that's cringe. I'm gonna actually spin that around and say it is so cringe. It's wholesome, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's fucking. I feel like people need to, like, when we talk about and make fun of, like, cringy things like that, I think at the end of the day, like, as long as you're being you, like, that's adorable as fuck. Like, that's that's cute as fuck. They have a bunch of teenagers <laughs> love that game so much that they're, like, yeah, they're, like, all screaming wah, and then yeah, everybody's yeah. rolling their eyes, but you're just like, oh, my God, this is great. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because yeah. it, it's them actually being yeah. them. It's not, you know, because, like, we'll talk about cringe, and, you know, it'd be, like, some edgelord, like, no. I am darkness. I am you know, night. Darkness and you know, they need, you know, a glass of milk to go to bed at night because that's just, you know. <laughs> Mom, but, you gotta tuck me in. <laughs> I am night. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I'm so, you know, exactly. And so, like, if, if, you know, it's just people like being who they are, it's like, yeah. like, like Comic Con, you know, that's you see these point. people just like, like being who they are, dressing as mm-hmm. they want to dress. Like, that's awesome. You're right. Yeah, that's absolutely like, you know, they get to just be them. And that's honestly, that's honestly more fucking like, that That says a lot more about that kind of person that's willing to just be out there and do something fucking cringy as opposed to somebody who's just going to talk shit about it on the internet. Like myself. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm a little bitch in comparison to somebody who's willing to wear a fucking spandex knowing that their, their body, you know. Their, their they, body they look like muscle me. ratio isn't, good. <laughs> isn't that great? And dressing up as Superman, you know, it's like fuck, dude. Like, good on you, you know. Yeah, it says a lot about like your character. It says a lot that you're willing to to do something like that, you know. Yeah, That's no, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, because I that was always my problem. It's like I was I was the the only one that liked the stuff I liked, and so like oh, I feel I had to, I always yeah. had to like, you know, there was yeah, I wanted to talk about. I remember I literally had a friend in school. Mm. I hated the kid. I did not like this kid, but he was the only one. I hate's a strong word. I didn't like this kid, but I only talked to him because he was the. He talked about the nerdy stuff I did. Like we were both that playing is uh, every friend I had in middle <laughs> school. Oh my we, fucking god! We were we were both this is in high school. We were both going through yeah. Kotor two at the same time, and that's oh, where we saw. And like nobody else, nobody else fucking played Kotor. Everyone just like, mm. oh, you're a Star Wars nerd. What a nerd! What a loser! You know. And so like, we were, meanwhile, they're all doing Call of Duty four twenty. Well, yeah, Co- Call of Duty was. Quick I think scope. Call of Duty one may have been out. This is this is this is pre three sixty. This is this is original Xbox. Damn, you know this, this is, like is Blood Gold. Yeah, yeah, because like Kotor is, just yeah. Kotor two is still new. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. I was still playing. This is like like two thousand four or something like that. Halo two came out. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know that that was some, you know some of the cool kids played Halo, like were, you know, played Halo two and stuff like that. But like and you start talking like RPGs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, you're immediately no, a nerd. Yeah, if you like but yeah. So I had I had this one kid. I, I genuinely you asked me. I could never remember his name now. But we talked like every day at lunch for a while. 
because we were both like, oh, we could talk about this nerdy shit, but like he was so annoying as a human being, <laughs> you know? Like, the worst, right? <laughs> like shut the fuck up. Basically, but then it's like, but whenever it was about Kotor, it's like, oh my god, and then this, and yeah, yeah, this. oh yeah, then, Fable and, yeah. and Jade Empire, and yeah, what you kind know, of decisions did you make, bro? Did you do the evil ending? Exactly, you know, like, exactly. That's what it was, and then just talking about yeah. like talking about it and stuff like yeah. that. So, like, like I totally get that. If, if someone can be like, like who they are, like what, not to borrow like, a corny expression, but out loud, yeah. you know, who they want to be and stuff like that. That's dope, you know, and and that's okay. kind of, that's the kind of cool thing about like you know now it's cool to be a nerd. I was about to say when when you're when you're mentioning this something that I fucking envy I envy where uh, where kids are right now when it comes to like TTRPG content because my baby sisters they knew about things like a bunch of these like 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 uh, 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 D live plays and shit like that they knew about some of that shit before I did yeah because their friends watched some of that shit and like. They're not like the super like my, my baby sister is obviously, yeah. but it, one of them's got to be right. Yeah. But like both of them knowing, even the one that's like more outgoing and like does sports and shit knows about that, and then her friends do too. It's like what the fuck? What what happened? Like what happened yeah. in the past like ten years to where suddenly like every single kid loves all this shit? It's like that's yeah. I honestly like genuinely envy that. It's so like annoying seeing like other kids be like, oh, it's oh, I hate that. I hate. Everybody's into that. I want my closeted fucking yeah. bullshit gatekeepy fucking no one enjoys anything that I don't if I don't like them kind yeah. of bullshit, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, I, I think it's really cool that we're at a place where you can be 13, you can like, you know, Star Wars, and you won't get bullied. Yeah. I mean, you'll get bullied for other reasons, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Because you're a fucking loser. You're fucking, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. It has to do with yeah. you being an asshole with people not liking you. Yeah. You know, that's better. You yeah, know, exactly. That's an improvement. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's obviously some people have taken it too far with stuff like, you know, like mm. especially like unfortunately as much as I love Star Wars, mm. you know, the Star Wars community has oh, gotten a lot of really God. bad rap because yeah. they've they've gone the other way, like you said, where they start getting gatekeeping. They hate but everybody who likes yeah. it, including themselves. It's the, the most self-hating group of nerds ever, I swear to fucking God. Yeah. They wish it was like this magical imaginary time period that never happened where like only like 20 people like Star Wars. Never yeah. happened. That never existed. People Bro, the, the, after the people opening weekend, people yeah, were like, exactly. yeah, the first, because the first, it's like the first one yeah. was like this little movie mm-hmm. in the 70s before half these people were freaking born. Basically. You yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the problem too is like everyone's just like, this was, especially like, like honestly, like people my age and older mm-hmm. were like, we were still bullied you know, for, yeah. for liking this cool Even stuff. Even though it was big, right? Yeah, I mean, Star Wars was yeah. bigger, but, like, all this other more, you know, you start talking about more niche stuff. and then Because, yeah. like, Star Wars, yeah, Dude, Star Wars was cool, Michael but, like, Moore a Star Wars like RPG that, yeah. wasn't cool, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, and, and so, like, like, five people that about <laughs> that Exactly. Well, and so, yeah, we got bullied, and so, like, I think the problem is, like, a lot of these guys are so bitter. You know, like, oh, they have it so easy, and, and you know, it's so, you know, so they want to get mad, but, like, I feel like mm. they don't realize the benefits like okay so like whether you like or hate critical role it doesn't matter like i'm not talking about whether you like or hate it mm-hmm. i think you know and, and yes there's there's like the matt mercer effect and some down effects but look how much money has been put into ttrpgs right. avatar avatar 10 years ago never would have had a ttrpg because mm-hmm. it, you know ttrpgs weren't viable then oh definitely. you know and now it's like because critical role has done so well mm-hmm. you know uh you know uh uh uh, uh, Wizards has gotten enough money to put more money into Dungeons and Dragons, and then other people have done more in the TTRPG space because of, you know, these so-called you know fucking casuals. Yeah, but exactly. like, Cat- like normies fuel the markets. <laughs> yeah, and if you want your thing to ever pop up as a movie, if you want your thing to ever 
like really like have the amount of attention you want it to get normies yeah and, and yeah i mean like obviously again there, you could people can argue the downside but like how much good you know how much more yeah, stuff exactly. do you get out of it you know because half of these motherfuckers and i'll be completely honest and this even goes to people in the indie scene like half of these motherfuckers wouldn't even have 10 people liking their goddamn posts you know what i mean yeah half of these motherfuckers wouldn't even have like an ounce of that amount of attention if it weren't for uh things like critical or and that doesn't mean don't criticize them yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, can definitely yeah. criticize. You can criticize uh, Wizards of the Coast. You can crit- criticize uh, Critical Role for waiting until literally the last second to say that they were playing a mothership pack for uh, uh, Ashley uh, Johnson's uh, uh, Nautilus ship one shot. Like you can get yeah. mad at that, and that's fine. That's completely valid. And like, yeah, you, you, and I, I think what what people forget though is you can criticize something, even not like something, and still admit that its existence is a net benefit to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, but I, I I don't know. I feel like pe- people have such bad media takes. Yeah. <laughs> like, people people I mean? just want to be mad. That's yeah, the, people, it, that's they, they, just, want, to they want to be mad. They want to be mad and they want to be alone. You know, yeah. they want five people. That's it. And that's everybody who knows about this thing and anybody else can go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, you're never going to get your ideas challenged in that way. You're never going to get your ideas to expand in that way. You're never going to get your ideas to be able to blossom unless yeah. you get more voices in, unless you get more people in, unless you get the normies and yeah. you get so fucking much, you know, yeah. to join in and start talking about it. And it's also okay to make fun of them too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they have bad takes, it's definitely good to, to make yeah. fun of them. But like, you do need them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and just, you know, and then just from the base, like, you get more people looking at it, more yeah. people trying it, and that's just going to bring more ideas to it. Definitely. You know, because the thing, the thing is, like, with, with only, like, this small group of people doing something, mm-hmm. it stagnates. It gets stale. It gets, yeah. you know, you just have this couple of guys creating things and a couple of people telling them they're doing great. Yeah. They don't have the critic. Like you said, the criticism is huge. Like, that's mm-hmm. my, my channel has only grown. Your channel's only grown because we take criticism on yeah, and definitely. we approve it. You know, and that's just on a small scale. Like, like. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, so if, uh, the space that we have, we just mm. kept, you know, the people that have always been there. Mm. Nothing would have changed. We wouldn't have new things because we just have the same opinions. Yeah, exactly. Saying the same things. And, like, mm. there's just that that's there's no growth. And, like, yeah. whether you like every, like, new thing that comes out, it doesn't matter because it's trying new things and you can adapt yeah. new things to and it. Even and, and there's even room for hating, too. There's even room for spite in this regard. Yeah. Like, you could look at the thing. See what they were doing was, I don't know, if you define it as, like, bad. And then be like, but I did like something in there. And I yeah. actually want to take that and fix that or change that in, in a way to actually make it good. Yeah. You know? Because not every attempt is going to be good, you know, when it comes to design in anything, really. Or, yeah. or any creation of media. It's not always going to be good. Sometimes things are just so experimental that, like, five people are going to get it. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just what's going to happen. It's it's a shame, but sometimes it happens. You know, I like a lot of niche movies, and I wish some of my niche movies got picked up by people who uh, would want to broadcast it to the normies. You know, I like a twenty four films. You know, I like fucking uh, uh uh uh. My brother was talking about like Edgar Wright and like Last Night in Soho. You showed me recently, which was like a, it was like this weird uh uh, you know like uh, I, if I remember correctly. Anya Taylor-Joy, I believe that's her name, the actress. Do you know her? She's oh. like a Queen's Gambit main character. 
I think I've seen her. I, really I, hot I'm, I'm really bad with with yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> names of actors yeah. and stuff like that. But she was like the the title character of that. Um, well, the the uh, lead actress of that film, uh, if I remember correctly. And it was it was really interesting uh, when he showed me that film because I didn't know at first it was like a, a supernatural. I didn't yeah. know that there was like a ghost story being told in here. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is actually really cool. It's like. But it's it's really like it, it it was really like experimental and did some interesting things. It sucks seeing something like that get like a seventy six or whatever on Rotten Tomatoes. You know yeah. I mean? But if I I want to see more of these like interesting things pop up in there, even if they don't necessarily be good, and I want to see more really cool ideas. Yeah. Know? Well, look at uh, uh, that Strixhaven. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of I I haven't just to be clear. I I personally have not got into the book mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But everything I've heard, people are like, it's love it or hate it. But it sounds like it's got some really cool ideas. And what I think is going to happen, what I think is going to happen. That's the school one, right? Yeah, it's the school. It's basically Mm. Harry Potter is what it is. It's Harry Potter using um, Mm. um, Magic the Gathering setting. Mm. Um, And what I think is going to happen genuinely is that people are going to take pieces of this and Mm. make some really cool content out of Mm. it. And they're going to expand some of the stuff. And and they're going to use like said so the bones of this between the relationship system the uh, the game there's there's basically a Quidditch in there. I saw um, that and I actually did not like the Quidditch game. It's did you see how it, how it's played? I I've heard that it's like like basically just skill checks. It's like yeah, I hate that so much. <laughs> but it's like bro, <laughs> you know what you know I really you're it's good that you point that out because there's another aspect of that right that sometimes you look at that thing. I, th- I think I may have mentioned this before actually. And then it might push you to somebody who actually did this and made it its yeah. own game. Like there, yeah. there's something I even saw, like you don't even have to go to like another game. Like even in fifth edition, uh, uh, Middle Finger Vecna made a football style D and D mini game. Oh, like like, like Blood Bowl. Yeah, it's yeah. like Blood Bowl. Yeah, it was called Siege Ball, and you it had its own mechanics. It had its own like system for how combat and stuff worked. Yeah. And you're smacking each other with bats trying to hit a ball. <laughs> and there's even like a momentum system with a ball to where damage increases the speed it goes. And That's then, cool. Yeah, right? And you could change direction by like moving around it and hitting the ball. Yeah. Like, to make scores and shit like that. Well, it, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that too because uh, uh, where I was going with that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Where I was going with that was that uh, on Reddit, I was reading oh. uh, this one guy took that game and made it like a thousand times better. And so I, I'll try to find the link. Uh, if I find the link, I'll, I'll post it in here. I, I don't, don't, I can't guarantee I'm going to find it. But uh, um, yeah, he posted his own take on it. It was really cool. It was like taking, it was, it used a bit of like role play uh-huh. uh, along with, you know, along with some skill checks, but some role play, some skill checks. And then. Uh, they have like different actions. And different stuff actions and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And it was a lot more creative mm-hmm. and you got to use other skills. So like, yeah. you know, if you're like uh, a bard, and you don't have a lot of strength, well, you could use your your charisma and, and some of these other, you know, dexterity and stuff like that as opposed to just strength check, strength check, strength check, strength yeah. check, you know? Uh, um, and it was, like, a lot more creative. And so that's what I was Isn't saying. Isn't it funny how it focused a lot on strength checks considering you were all wizards? Right? <laughs> like, that was the strangest <laughs> thing when I read that. I was like, what the fuck? It's like going to chess club and being like, okay, how much can you bench? We're going to do yeah, the 225 reps. Bench, <laughs> yeah, I cast punch. <laughs> that's my, that's my yeah. fucking no, that that that's. I mean, because you know, the school it 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 takes into account like different different. You know, they have like a, a school for like. Uh, actually, they, it seems like they kind of treated like the factions in uh, like Waterdeep. So like, yeah. you know, there's basically the Emerald Enclave. There's basically mm-hmm. you know the fighters. You know, there's so there's the different 
you know, uh, different classes with the different uh-huh. types. So they've got everything, but still. But even then, that's basically saying like Gryffindor gets to win every freaking match just because, you know, they're the they they're out. the they're the warriors yeah. in that. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they bench. <laughs> How much so, do you lift, bro? You exactly. know, all the wizards pop out, <laughs> jacked and shit. But yeah, so that's what's going. That was like it's like because of that, you know, we're already seeing people yeah. taking those base ideas mm-hmm. and improving them. And then you know, someone else was talking about because uh, they do. Um, tests you you test out each year that's mm. part of it and someone else had like a whole way more creative way of doing that to utilize skills throughout the time as opposed to because basically what again my understanding is that you do like you sort of quote-unquote study you do a thing you know uh, uh trolls attacking the bathroom whatever yeah. uh, trolls the and dungeon it literally skips like yeah then it year. just you test yeah. and then next year and so, like, they, they found, like, a way more creative way of, like, mm-hmm. making the tests incorporate with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it wasn't just, like, skill roll twice. Okay, you failed. Skill roll twice, you win. You know? And so, let's that just say, like. That makes me so mad. Right? It's infuriating. Like, especially you get, like, a bad day. Like, uh, uh, not this last not this last game I played in, but the game before that. Yeah. Uh, uh, this night, I didn't do a single put of damage. I, was, I play a paladin in that uh-huh. game. I didn't do a single. No, I, I did one. I hit once. Yeah. I missed every other attack. Every other attack I made that whole game, three-hour game, I missed every single one. And so, like, you just get that a bad day like that. the worst feeling, especially as a paladin, oh, because you're the one who dumps all the fucking damage, you know? Yeah, well, especially, like, how my character is. He's the first to just kind of, like, he's the first to just, like, throw his nose into everything. That's his whole thing is, like, he's, he's like, chaotic good. So he just, but he just, like, he's, like, okay, let's do it. I'm just... You know, he, he's he's always willing to sacrifice. Again, yeah. Paladin, like, not lawful stupid, but basically, like, he just, like, that's what he, he knows he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what he does. He just throws his nose into everything. And then he throws his nose into everything, misses over and over, <laughs> just misses over and over. And it's just, like, I'm so, I was getting so annoyed. Like, not annoyed, because it's, like, it is yeah. what it is. But, like, at but the same time, you like, cry a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. There's no denying. You got a little tear going down. It's like, oh fucking hate this so much. Well, especially you know? when you faced an enemy, like, you know, most of the enemies or whatever, but like one of the enemies yeah. was like, not the BBEG, but like their henchmen that's been bugging you for like four sessions. Yeah. And all you want to do is just smash them in the face. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just use land hands to heal everyone else who's doing damage. Cause yeah. you know, F me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, that's, that's something personally that drew me to a lot of games that like, uh, there, there's a game uh, I had played that my brother showed me called Electric Bastion Lands. And something they did was that they removed the attack roll. Yeah. And at first I was like, what the fuck? How does that work? Yeah, Yeah. I was like, what am I doing? And, like, it actually made sense to me in this idea of, like, because I I hate attack rolls in the way that I hate that feeling of I have a big-ass weapon, I swing it at this person, they just dodge it, nothing happens. It just misses, yeah, yeah. But we're also saying, and most people say this, that hit points aren't just physical health; they're also your endurance, the, your your morale. You know, they, they kind of cover a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, And so, like, it's like if that's true, shouldn't every attack take hit points? And then it's like, oh, Cause, yeah, because even if you dodge, yeah. you still you're, you're, you're still, your stamina. Yeah. They had exactly. to dodge that, and and even just like mm-hmm. mentally, it could be getting to them, getting mm-hmm. swung at by a big sword four exactly. or five times. It's like, yeah, I'm. And that, that it makes sense, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, I'm yeah. slowly losing hit points regardless, even if it's not a lot. I was playing another game called Best of Fairy that did something similar to where um, you roll 3d6 when you make an attack roll. Uh, you have to pick two die, and those are your attack roll die. 
and you have to pick a third one, which is the damage die. So then what ends up happening is if you get four, six, and one, it's like, oh, I hit him, but then I glance him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I picked the t- I four and six, it's ten, and then it's like, oh, I hit him for one. But it also makes it so you more consistently hit because of that. But you're also that getting sense, a lot yeah. more glancing blows like that to where it's like, even though you didn't technically hit hit, it's like you're still wearing them down. You're always getting willed down. I always love that. Feeling. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I've always thought that, and this is actually a question I had, you know, somewhat earlier, but I can, we can, yeah, yeah, cool. uh, uh, but I've always thought that that D and D would uh, uh, would benefit from some sort of, and this is it'd be tough because it'd be a whole new system to add in, mm-hmm. but a stamina system, mm-hmm. because you, you think about it, like like uh, um, you get you know uh, a turtle in there at early levels, or or some sort of tank in there, yeah. and like with a high AC. And then he gets swung at by like four different guys yeah. for, you know, for like five, six rounds. Like uh-huh. and he has no damage to him. Something, I mean, like he's going to be getting tired, you know, yeah, like exactly. that. his it's arm's like going to start breaking down. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he just stood there and then attacks were flying <laughs> by him. I'm just imagining this super oblivious turtle that doesn't even know he's being attacked. He's just like, oh, what's shit. going on back there? Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> he's yeah. just, He's like slowly walking his way. I'm gonna roll for initiative. I'm gonna get there eventually. Yeah. Arrows swinging by him. Big Minotaur just swinging an axe. Everyone's just missing around him. Yeah. Because they think he's gonna like. They think he's gonna like just suddenly go into like a sprint or something to dodge out of the way. Yeah. But he's just walking so slowly. Everyone's like predictively attacking him. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you know you had level one that 17 AC is just. Just bonkers. You oh, know? Definitely, definitely. Uh, uh or you know what, yeah. what are the chances again for that? It's like most things have like a plus four to hit. So you gotta roll what? Like thirteen or higher, basically? Yeah. Well and, and even mm. then you're talking usually like like you know, something's have a plus four, but mm. you know, I, I usually just say like fourteen or higher. Uh, yeah. you know, fourteen or higher because a lot of things have three or you know. Oh, that's true, that's true yeah. for like early game enemies. Yeah. yeah, so so yeah, fourteen or higher, so you know, what is that? Uh uh 14, 70% to miss. So only you'll have a 30% chance to hit, mm. you know? Uh, <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's an early you know, level one, something like that. So just, uh, and that's just for existing. That's not, you know. Yeah, exactly. If, that's not even you actively doing anything. Yeah. That's like, that's not even if you took the whole, uh, uh, what's that one? Well, I guess turtles don't get this because uh, it doesn't count as armor. Isn't there like a fighter feat, armored or something like that? The, the one that gives you the plus one AC. Yeah, I think so. There's yeah, a couple yeah. different plus ACs. I'm or sure or he gets a magic that, ring ring yeah. of guarding or whatever. Oh, he gets yeah, a plus one to AC. And that's mm. another one. Yeah, Show I mean. Faith. Well, and then here's the thing, yeah. too. So he gets swung up by like four goblins with axes. Gets nothing. Bard comes up and says, you suck. That's automatic damage right there. Yeah. At least one damage, right? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like you suck. Oh. You know, pride damage. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I think yeah. like like some sort of stamina system. And and I'm not pretending to be a game designer and know exactly how it would work. But I think some sort of of um, of stamina system where like it could wear down. And I know that we have exhaustion, and yeah. maybe we. It's should, not the same though. Exhaustion yeah. does a lot, and it's really powerful what it for what it does, and it's so powerful in fact that there's like nothing in the game that really causes it aside from what's in the DMG. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, like, it, yeah. except for the berserker feet, and that's yeah. why it's bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, like, and like I did uh, water deep. There's one yeah. mission where you have to climb a mountain, mm. and like, depending on what you roll, you get certain levels of exhaustion. Mm. Um, 
But even then, like you climb the mountain to do the thing. And then by the time you get back to town, the day's over. So it doesn't yeah, matter because you're going to go to sleep, yeah. you know, unless you're going to be like a prick and like your whole team has exhaustion climb up a mountain. Oh yeah. Then you got hit with a pickpocket and you got attacked. Like be an asshole. Yeah. Like <laughs> then it just feels like the GM is just like trying to, I think, um, I think I, I agree with what you're saying here because like, um, um, uh, something I appreciate is this kind of separation between my current combat health and my overall health. And I like those things to be separate. I like yeah. the idea of like, I can rest in like 10 minutes and restore my like combat health. Yeah. And then when it comes to like my injuries and shit, I need to go to the fucking hospital. You yeah. know what I mean? Like no, it makes I sense. got a broken leg. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's something that's really interesting. And in like, because uh, I, you know, like I said, everyone plays in the dark. And the way that uh, uh, Powered by the Apocalypse, PBTA, for those who don't know, um, <laughs> uh, games run is uh, uh, when you get hurt, when you lose hit points, it's called harm. And um, every harm is something we explain. So it's like, okay, I can yeah. have five harm total. Uh, two level ones, two level twos, and one level three. And if I take a level three harm, I'm out. Okay. Yeah. And then like uh, those things like persist. And then, yeah, like because I have to describe it, it's like, oh. I got shot in the shoulder. So then I take the level two harm, shot in the shoulder. And yeah. so that's a thing I'm also role-playing now that I'm clutching onto my shoulder because I'm bleeding. Yeah. yeah. And then when I took him to like a physiker, which is like a, a healer, like doctor pretty much, yeah. it's like, oh, they reduced the harm from two to one. So now it's like bandaged shoulder. And so then they, you know, I even have my players like role-playing that out too, where it's like one of them was leaking all over the place. He got beat, <laughs> he beat the yeah. Yeah, Mexican. If you're listening, you're great, and I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but you suck. But, <laughs> but he got his ass beat a couple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel so sorry for him. He 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 did so great in this most recent. Like they they started like a fight to capture this guy. Uh, he was like a big. Uh, you ever play Resident Evil Two remake or Resident Evil Two? I, I a little bit at a friend's house when I was younger. The original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy with the trench coat and the little tiny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just follows you around. Yeah, he just like, follows you around, yeah. beats the shit out of you. You know, yeah. We had a Mr. X kind of figure there who was pretty much hounding the party and like going after them and shit because yeah. they'd taken like some special magical occult artifact. And so they were like, fuck this. We're gonna we're gonna capture his ass. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna take his ass. So they they baited him in, they went after him. And his he goes first. And the first thing he does is he like lightning bolts him like fucking a uh, uh, Palpatine, and he crits him. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh shit, okay, shit. Okay, like, yeah. yeah, he t- he toasted his ass, and and then immediately after, ass beat, just yeah. done. <laughs> it's, it's like I got one in though. You get that dramatic music, like, yeah. Just comes in, ah. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> it's like some animation, just exactly. Boom, he beats the shit. <laughs> yeah, he just. Got completely wrecked right after. Yeah, but it was great though that like yeah he got that one moment in and then he's you you felt good for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was great though. They're such good players. I I, I love them. Um, I love honestly like teaching, especially like D and D people new games and stuff. Yeah, I'm normally not the greatest teacher, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, or maybe it's just because you know I like it. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And I always feel like I'm constantly learning as well when it comes to like game design and stuff because you know uh, my brother especially he he loves that shit you know he loves looking at the indie scene he loves following a lot of that stuff 
And so I kind of get a lot of it secondhand. And I've recently been diving through some of the books he sent me before. I always feel like I'm like two years behind him. But yeah. like, I, I just love looking through some of that stuff. Like even recently, uh, we're actually working on a uh, hack for uh, Best Left Buried. We're taking our D&D setting that we played and that we recently blew the fuck up. And we're using that as kind of like the basis for like what's going on in this campaign. Uh, in in this game, in this in this hack that's going on in this game, and so what's happening is like you're a bunch of people who are going into think of like you ever you ever hear of like stalker or anything like that? Yeah. So you go into like this zone basically where you're picking apart the ruins of this once great kingdom, and you're just taking shit out and you're bringing it back to sell because you're trying not to go to hell. Yeah. Because we have a thing with debt where all of you are <clears throat> debtors, and with the god that we have, it venerates money. And so if okay. you're broke, you're actually uh, uh, damned. Oh, and shoot. you're going to go to hell. <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's a movie yeah. that's coming out just like that. Where really? You, really? You, uh, um, everyone has time. So basically, like, uh-huh. everyone got basically frozen, so they stay 30. Like, right around 30. Uh-huh. 25, 30. And then uh, what you do, your currency is, is life. Oh, so, shit. So things cost minutes, seconds, yeah. hours, days. Whatever. And so this you guy spend your hours. Yeah. And so everyone, you know, this guy is like walking around. His mom looks the same age as him, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and so like the rich people live, you know, forever. Yeah. And the poor people, you know, maybe live years. Mm. And so, you know, like, you, you got like kid, five good years. Yeah. I think I think, about, I think it's like yeah. you, you turn it, you live your childhood. And then once you hit, I said 20, 25, 30, whatever it is, mm. you get like five years or something like that. And so like there's, you know, you're going to casinos and you're trading hours and stuff like that and so that, that's Christ. what it's about is is like this guy trying to get out and uh-huh. and get more time because he's got like two days oh shit. and so like he's out trying to just like scrape yeah. together you know a lot of these people paycheck to paycheck literally means like you know by the end by the paycheck mm-hmm. which is you know days to live they get paid like a week at a time mm-hmm. and they only have two days so if they don't get paid for a week they die next tuesday that's so fucked up I love you know that. and so it sounds it sounds yeah. like that i just i just saw a commercial for it like uh I'm gonna see that. Yeah, yeah when we saw uh, Spider Man, we saw Spider Man. Oh, was did a commercial you see Spider Man? I did Bro, not see no so way. So good. I, I heard it was amazing. It's yeah. it's okay. So like I I love. And it's a big nostalgia trip. You saw the other uh, original. So Spider I've never I've never seen the Amazing Spider Man ones. Mm-hmm. I, I I keep meaning to. I like those. I, it, I, I contra- I'll be a contrarian here. I think they were good. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. Well, the problem is yeah. you said that now because now people are saying that. Now, yeah, now, really said, now it's suddenly cool, whatever. Yeah, you, you had know? to say that, you know, Fine. four months ago yeah. beforehand. I, so I, I've been meaning to watch it, but I just don't have time to watch stuff. And so I, I'm like so far. I still haven't watched Venom yet. I just, oh. I'm so far behind on stuff. But Marvel, we keep the new, the new Venom movie. So I didn't like the first everyone, one. I like the second you got, one. I saw the reviews. All the reviews came out bombing. Everyone's like these movies are like the best, like good bad movies, mm. you know. And people love them, so like I want to watch them because I love, mm. you know, I love bad movies. Like, have you guys ever seen the Spaghetti Man? Spaghetti Man, no one. Oh there. my god, it's a superhero flick where this guy can throw spaghetti. What the fuck? It's, and it's great. it's it's as bad and amazing as it sounds, but no, the Spider Man, so good. Uh, uh, yeah, if you like the old Spider Man, like it mm. hit. I think they brought in Sam Raimi to help, like. Um, I, heard, I heard he was involved with it, right? Well, because he's actually directing the new uh, Multiverse of Madness Doctor Strange movie. Really? So he's coming out. So the next movie oh. out in the series, yeah. he did. That's so fucking cool. Uh, yeah. So so that's so he he was part of the the, the whole thing, and yeah, they had you know Tobey Maguire, it, all of them, like it was. Oh, it's. So I heard they good. all made cameos, right? Well, it's more than cameos. So really? I was afraid it was going to be just cameos because you know everyone knew beforehand there was going to be you know 
but mm. it's good. Like it, it's 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 it, you know as much as I love the original, I even like the Spider Man three, which is like it's not great, but I still liked it. Mm. But I feel the exact same way. It, <laughs> it's, looking back, it's kind of a bad movie, but. I watched time. it when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, as much, and it's for me, it's tied with best Spider-Man movie ever with, um, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, mm. and it's like it's tough for me to decide between those two. But I heard that one was really good. Into the yeah. well, Into the Spider-Verse is the animated one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that, that's amazing. you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. Bro, I heard it, it has Miles Morales too. I, I think that was a really good choice to have him in there. I, I yeah. feel like a, I feel like that's a character that hasn't been explored too much in like the cinem- the cinematic universe yeah. stuff. No, if you yeah. have a chance, bro, like sit down and and uh, my wife and I sat in theaters and like the, literally the next day, mm. like I went out and bought like the the poster, which I don't do anymore. Like it's mm. seriously like one of the best movies of all time. Period. It's 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 as close to perfect as a movie can be. God damn! Like from price. from the tone, from the message, from the uh, yeah. um, uh, animation, the at voice, everything's perfect in it. I don't I don't know how it could have been better. Like Genuinely. it's hard to find. Those are the best kind of movies to have. You know, when when you only can type in like two paragraphs worth of an explanation about how much you like it, because yeah. it's hard to find anything. <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah. that's that's the ideal movie experience where you're like, yeah, it was good. And it's like, that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all you can say is just like, like you have to go watch it. Yeah, like it's, basically. It's so it, it's just it's such a, mm. the perfect movie. That's awesome. you know, um, I, um, I got to see it. Yeah, it, it's you say I think it, you can get it. Depend, I think it's free on some service somewhere. It, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rochelle, I even let you just borrow it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say, by the way, this is, we are actually in person. We realize that we live like yes. a couple hours from each other. Yes, we are both in the good old evergreen state of Washington. It's lovely up here. It's great. I said, uh, for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it has its moments. Yeah. So, yeah. So The snow sucked. That I wasn't said, that great. This will be one of the few podcasts I have that is actually in person. Yeah, hell yeah. So you got to be, you got to be that one. Um, we got to get Drake to fly in here, bro. That's like he's, I keep yeah. saying like we need to make a, a compound of cringe, mm. and we'll all just buy, <laughs> we'll just all buy some acreage, and just we'll make like the one compound of cringe. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll get like make like a, a old airplane hangar in the middle, and that'll be like our meetup spot. We'll have like offices and recording studios in there. Are we the Avengers? We're meeting up in an airfield. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? We'll have we'll get some old like beat up like yeah. ninety like like eighty seven mm. uh, golf, and we'll just we'll write you know mm. uh, uh, um, cringe brigade or some you know we'll come up with some cool name <laughs> and put that on the side. Uh, uh, cringe brigade. <laughs> I love it. You'll just have links it's to like everyone's like merch links. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. we'll just be. You know, it won't even barely work. It'll just be like this, This, you know, the clutch will be going out. And yeah. you <laughs> I feel like that add to its charm, right? Well, it exactly. That's be, the same. It's like, no matter how much money we'll make, it has to be a shitty van. Spray like paint. It's falling color. apart. Yeah. Spray painted over, no matter what. Even if, like, someone's making, like, a million dollars, I don't give a fuck. It's got to be a shitty van. It's got to be leaking gas. It's got to be <laughs> <laughs> to get the full experience of what it what it could possibly be, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll have to that's so we'll, we'll that, that's coming in the future. We'll have our If someone uh, repairs it, I will come back with a sledgehammer just to just <laughs> wreck it again to make sure it's damaged enough that it can drive, you know, without yeah. falling apart. The the window will be always be permanently partially open yes. so I can you know, it can be just jacked at any time. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
They, they need to come back. The fucking stereo's gone. You know. I said, oh shoot, maybe instead of the V dub, we'll have to get a, a, a like an eighty-seven uh, accord. Yeah. So it's only got like three different key sets, yeah. so someone could just take their own <laughs> keys. <laughs> Goddamn. I think that'd be perfect. Uh, with with all that side story, you know, uh, that's all I have to ask the first question. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Did we forget? No, no, I think oh, we're good. We, okay. no, we answered the question. Is what okay. got you into TTRPG? <laughs> gotcha. That's good. Though. Obviously, that's, obviously, that's kind of mm-hmm. what I wanted. I liked about this format is that we could just like get into and, and get into whatever. Just do whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. uh, uh, the next one I have for you though is is uh, so what what because I know that you're a huge fan of Five E that it's you know by far your favorite system. Oh, always. You know, especially I, anything with crunch. You're really a huge fan. I of. love crunch so much. <laughs> I love crunch so much that like. I, you know, I I just wish that Five E could be the only game. Obviously, I wish Five E was Pathfinder so I could have more crunch. You know. So the three of you guys who don't know Crossbridge, because obviously everyone knows Crossbridge. Oh, obviously. Uh, uh, I mean, a, if if you don't, you need to subscribe to the channel right now. Make sure to hit that Patreon if you want to join one of those games he was oh, talking yeah, about. Oh yeah, meet Drake in person. He'll sell you his underwear. He'll sell his underwear. Yeah. So we we should actually tell Drake. <laughs> No, no, we gotta inform no. him. He'll, he'll, start, figure, he'll, he'll start getting all these messages. Yeah. He's like, "Your underwear, mine, bro." <laughs> um, Where them undies, boy? Yeah. So, so what is your favorite system? Like, what if you have a choice? Like, what are you getting into? Um, I'm a I'm a drifter. You know, I just I just just coast. I go out into town. I just coast. I I find my own way. No, but uh, when it comes to the the kind of games that I like, um, it it's hard for me to pick a definitive like this is my system because I'm always at least a little disappointed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, and, and that's part of the experience. Um, part of it is really, it, it is kind of like a journey for me, at least, at least in my opinion of like, you know, finding things that are cool and things that you like. There's even games that like, I, and I don't just like just OSR stuff. Like um, I like PBTA. I like power of the apocalypse. I like those narrative games as well. I like, um, I even like other power fantasy games. I even sometimes still like D&D. Like, you know, I, I don't even think it's intrinsically like that there's anything like especially like hugely unfixably wrong about it, except for maybe like its emphasis on combat, despite it being so like heavy roleplay focused on the social side. Like socially, d and is about playing your nerdy little, you know, OC character. Yeah. But then like the actual gameplay experience is trying to get as many D6s into your attack roll as possible or D8s. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's like there's a weird kind of like conflict of interest there. I do like crunchy combat sometimes. Um, I Well, I, not even crunchy combat. I, I like combat where there's a lot of little moving pieces. I like, I honestly don't think even a lot of like RPGs do this that well. I like the idea of things like cover being important. I like the idea of like, you know, uh, uh, melee combat being incredibly deadly and ranged combat being, you know, you can just do it at a distance that's not as deadly, you know? Like yeah. even in our, our hack that we're doing, we had a thing to where the heavy weapon rules in that game, like just straight up increase the damage and make it so if you roll five or six on a D6, it causes an injury on a hit. And it's like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. And it's like, that's our base melee rule. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just so, because, you know, like, yeah, I just like the idea of it just hitting fucking hard, you know? Yeah. Because if, in our, in our version of this thing, like, we have a lot of firearms. And so we wanted to have more variance with the firearms than we did with the melee. But to keep melee interesting, melee is incredibly deadly because it's really risky, you know? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I kind of like things like that. 
I feel like me- melee should be more deadly in a lot of these games, uh, just because, like, I don't know, if someone's in front of you with a sword, that hurts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it especially hurts. in board games that have, have more yeah. range. Because obviously mm-hmm. D&D is like, you know, you have your, I mean, uh, spells not included, just talking yeah. like martial. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you have your bows, your crossbows, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes guns, that's obviously more. Uh, uh, contentious. Contentious, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, that's have like, gunslingers in all of your D and D games. <laughs> I say what what I like to do. Honestly, how I like to solve that is if you want guns, just replace bows with guns and just use the same rules. You and, can do and, that. You and, can and, do. and it's just flavor. That's, so that, that, that's for me. Like I like to just like change the flavor up. You know, like you like you want something to be different. Cool. Yeah. Change the flavor of something that's already there so that's balanced. Still, I I like how middle finger of Vecna did really cool firearms rules where I really dislike the firearms were. Pre- Rules presented in the DMG are bad. I'm just going to say it. They're yeah, just yeah. bad. Um, I really dislike this idea to where people want to just up the damage. It's like, I don't know. Have you ever seen images of like a, how a crossbow bolt works when it goes into <laughs> like, have you ever watched yeah, Deadliest no, Warrior nuts. or anything? It's like, yeah. no, that fucking hurts. That hurts a lot. Yeah. You know, it probably hurts more than a bullet. Well, you're so especially like, talking like musket yeah. type, yeah. type, you know. Exactly. So it's like, if we're saying a crossbow bolt, is a D10. Shouldn't a bullet be like maybe a D10? Maybe even less? Yeah. It's like, I don't understand this weird fixation people have whenever they want to add firearms to the games. So they want to give it like a fuck ton of damage die for like yeah. no reason. It's like, yeah, just like 20 fucking, just like 30 D6s. And it's like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah. I know people want that power fantasy, but it's like, the power fantasy is already there. Yeah. We already said this is how much damage a goddamn crossbow bolt does when it goes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And why not? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Why not have it be that lower number? It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, or, or, you know, how I did it one time is is because uh, someone really, this is when I first, you know, I was first doing a, a one shot. And you can keep bows and crossbows with yeah. that too. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. And what, what I ended up doing. Uh, Maybe they're just more advanced. They're the more ones you crank them. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, but how I just treated it is like I upped the damage, but I lowered the, uh, the plus to hit. Mm-hmm. so i made it so because like you know he wanted a, a a musket so i'm just like okay cool you know instead of a plus what is it a plus four or five to hit i made it a plus like three mm-hmm. to hit and then i have the damage to like 12 mm-hmm. and so like you know higher risk low, you know higher risk high reward mm-hmm. um but yeah no i i just I, after, once i started doing it more that's kind of what i was thinking i'm like you know these are these these makeshift you know like say if you want to th- think of like historical context which i hate doing by the way i hate you know, really putting it to historical context because it's mm. fucking fantasy. You know, they didn't have elves and dwarves it, and shit either. Exactly. It's like, uh, what are we, what are we going to start accounting for the existence of dragons? You know? Yes, yeah, like, magic and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, like half the time they just used forks and stuff. They didn't even use balls half the time because they couldn't find it. Mm. You know, so they just used forks and knives and and, mm. and trap. You know, mm. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, you know, a nice, good crossbow. Mm. It's going to do at least that much damage, if not more. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah it, and and the historical context. I feel like um, I actually like putting some history just because. I, well, I yeah, yeah, I like to, I like yeah, to have yeah, something yeah. To, to ground it at, at yeah, certain exactly. points, but because like it, it, when it comes to because I think what we're talking about here is kind of like realism slash believability, right? Yeah, like we're talking about like uh 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 what's it called? Making it feel like this is grounded in some universe. I think this is what most people mean when they say things like realism. And it, it, it it's a shame because some people think realism is just edgy. Yeah. You know, it's just making it everybody shit piss. 
everybody hates each other. Everything's mad. It's like you've died of dysentery. You died of dysentery. <laughs> it's like that's Oregon Trail, dude. That's not realism. And it's like it's funny. If anything, it's hi- gritty hyper realism. Yeah, you know, it's like it's literally yeah. like, you. It's a different genre at that point. You know, it's like because most people want believability in their games. They want to feel like this is something that could happen, but not in real life. Yeah, but in this world, you know, this is a thing that could happen in this world, and I like that because if you start to think about it like this is something that could really happen, it's like no, you're fucking delusional. There are no elves. You know, <laughs> yeah, besides yeah. if there were, you you. There'd be way more of them than there are of you because they're all pretty and they can live forever. So yeah, you know, but and you live in your mom's basement. I said, so, yeah. <laughs> it'd be what uh, bright. I think as well as yeah, that, be, that Netflix yeah, movie. Bright. <laughs> goddamn fucking bright. <laughs> I wanted that movie to be so good. I wanted it so bad I to be good. They could. Oh my god. I it was hated just not... that movie, but I wanted. Ah, uh... I know. I wanted it to be good so bad, and it's just like I watched it. I watched the whole thing, yeah. but the whole time, just like this is disappointing. That's yeah. all I could think. Is like. I'm like, come on, Will. You could do better than this. We're, yeah. we're better Will than Will Smith. Will Smith. Please. please. My friend. <laughs> I'm begging you. He is actually friends, by the way. Yeah, this is confirmed. Will Smith. Yeah. So he's got, this he's got is the, where you should insert the line where he's like, oh, that's hot. You know, like, <laughs> and he's looking at the Bear Bar channel. You know, like, I'll, say, in, I'll just, I'll just binoculars. Do, do random every so often. I'm like, woo. Just yeah. random Will Smith. This <laughs> random Will Smith. He's just, oh yeah, Will Smith's here hanging out with us. Don't worry yeah. about it. What's good? Yeah, Will Smith loves uh, hanging out with small creators. Or exactly. actually, we like hanging out with small creators like Will Smith. Exactly, yeah. 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 I, I don't know why he hasn't shouted. like Matt Mercer, like <laughs> So I don't know why he hasn't shouted us out on his YouTube channel yet. Yeah. Which yeah. It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of messed up, or at least it's, it's like, a little messed up. TikTok. We got to talk to his manager about that. He might be using TikTok a bit too much, you know. You know, you know, you know these kids are, these young <laughs> these kids. kids they, TikTok. They start you know, up and they... They did TikTok once or twice. They think they're famous now or something. You know, he's older than than uh, Uncle Phil was when really? we did the show. Oh my god! Will Smith is now older than Uncle Phil was during the show, shooting the show. That's wild. Yeah, That's I, so wild. That, 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 that shipped me out too. I heard them just like, damn. I love that show. Freshman's Bel Air is so good. Such a good fucking. Show. You know, they, so they they actually rebooted it, but it, they made it like super gritty. This is exactly what I was talking <laughs> about—the realism thing. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, I was because I was watching this thing. It was like this deep drama. It's not like Fresh Prince didn't have its own realism, quote unquote. Like yeah. it wasn't. It was believable in its own sitcom world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, especially that fucking episode with him and his father. That I was that, about to say. Oh there, my god! There is no show I cried since then. Yeah. That has hit me that hard as as mm-hmm. like you know a poor kid with like single yeah. parent household, like that hit me hard if you weren't fucking gut punched in the fifis by that scene by that that whole episode really yeah <laughs> like if that episode did not like rip your heart out of your chest you have, you have no soul i was yeah yeah and, <laughs> yeah no that that thing yeah. but so but that's the thing that they got the point across because it drew you in yeah. like being fun and it was still funny too that's the thing right it was still yeah. funny even when it was really fucking serious yeah, you know. Well, yeah. and that's the problem. Everyone nowadays, like everyone has, they start it's off be sad. Yeah, well, they start the off. Time. They start off with what they want to say, yeah. and they beat you over the head with it. Like yeah. you're a toddler, and you can't understand symbolism. You can't understand. You know, they mm. just beat you over the head with this message. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the message mm. is, and then and that's it. And they they just do it. You know, whereas before, like Fresh Prince said a lot. Definitely. You know, the Family Matters said a lot. They just mixed it in with like the rest of just like a fun show. 
and mm-hmm. a good show and a well-written yeah. show. And then they they fit in these times and it hit harder because you cared mm-hmm. more about these characters as opposed to coming in and being like, you know, nowadays all this writing is so it's so lazy. It's like they just assume that you care already. They don't make you like them. They don't give you time to like these guys. And this is like across all. I don't know. I don't know about this new. Uh, I think it's called uh, uh, like Bel Air. It's, it's a shortened name. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just called Bel Air. Yeah. So it, it, I, I'm not speaking to this in particular. So Will, don't be mad at me. But yeah. you know, <laughs> we appreciate our small we, creators, and we support them even if. You know, now we're gonna get a bad. shout out from from Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh, like, "Hey, he's my boy's here." Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but yeah, that's the problem. Is like all this media, and you honestly, you see it in, in TTRPGs sometimes too. It's like mm. there's this assumed that you care about things, like mm. like relationships. I think like 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 romantic relationships have made writers so lazy because mm. they just like, "Hey, this is your girlfriend. She died. You care." Yeah. No. It's like I don't even know. Who I, she is. I I know <laughs> that the, the the protagonist has said. Yeah. That's my wife or girlfriend. Yeah. But it's like, if I don't see it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not asking you for to plug in like 30 sex scenes before I can understand what the fuck yeah. know, their relationship is. You don't need a single one. You don't need, maybe, maybe they're just like, I don't know. Like, give me some naturalistic dialogue. Give me a little bit of like, they fuck around with each other. They're doing things that like a couple would do. Right. Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. Deadpool did it perfect. Yeah. Vanessa, give me some yeah. naturalistic dialogue. Make me feel like these are two people in a room actually like each other yeah instead of just you see he has a ring on his finger he is serious actor man and he looks at her and nods and it's like what the fuck like yeah these feel like cartoon characters this actually feels more cartoony than if you made them cartoons you know it's like i don't believe these people fuck yeah you know make me like you said (laughs) i don't i don't have to see them fuck i might maybe i want to but (laughs) but Give me the feeling that they have some kind of like romantic connection to each other. They have some emotional connection to each other. Yeah. That there's more going on, even if it's not good. You know? Yeah. Like maybe they're standoffish with each other. Maybe there's some things they let each other in on, other things they don't. And you kind of get to see a little bit of that. Yeah. Give me some of the hit me hard, but also give me a little bit of subtext. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even have to be romantic. That's that's the other yeah. thing. It's like I get so annoyed. Like, like look at the Hobbit. The mm-hmm. Hobbit. Added that whole romance between between oh, the the, 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 three, the love triangle thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, like there was no romance in the original. Like so, and so like relationships don't have to be romantic. Mm. Make them between friends. Make them between brothers, sisters. Mm. You know, uh, uh, and that. But even it's even just a friend. Like like people underestimate that. Like mm. you get two friends that are basically brothers or sisters or whatever. You know, basically yeah. to the point of being siblings. Like make again and make me care about it. Don't just say. Mm. He was my best friend, and now I'm sad. Like yeah, you know, like, like like show, show me. me, yeah. You know, and that's 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 the uh, that's the biggest problem with show with, don't tell is what it's called. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said they said like Deadpool did it perfect. Like obviously they said the sex scenes in that one were just for for funny. Like there was more yeah. funny than anything else. But but again, they, they showed that's them great too though. Yeah, you know what I mean? They showed <laughs> them being quirky and goofy yeah. and and you know the whole like like <clears throat> you know it didn't say like oh I just love you cool me too. You know, like it showed up. He pulled it's a ring like pop out of his ass. You know, a, yeah, it's like two kids in a middle school. I love you. Oh, I love you too, John. What? That seriously? Yeah. It, it, feel, it feels like like Tumblr fan fiction half the time. <laughs> seriously, because it just like it, I don't know. Maybe even Tumblr fan. Maybe this is to all our Tumblr fans out there. I bet your fan fiction's great. And I you bet did, a you lot did of a good in. job. You did a good job. I'm proud we're, of you. We're, yeah, we're proud. <laughs> you, you probably know, write better than now. Sony. There's gonna be like, now. There's gonna be a, a crow bear bard fan. <laughs> yeah, God damn. <laughs>
<laughs> don't do that. Don't do... <laughs> no, what I just Christ. said, I take it back. Yeah, actually, you're all horrible writers. <laughs> just horrible people. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but that's that's my biggest problem. Is yeah, I just it's like I, I get so annoyed because uh, I'm not against like relationships and movies. Like they can no, be great, no. but like I get so annoyed every time I see one now because it's just seriously. It was just it feels like okay. Well, now they're going to do things for each other. You know, he's going to die. She's going to die. Or, uh, uh, you know, they're going to be separated. And like, oh, I have to get her back because I love her so much. This like, I don't know thing that. thing that happens with the weird-ass realism thing to where people think that realism means people have to start dying for no fucking reason. And yeah. honestly, I feel like, and this isn't just TTRPGs, but death is sometimes the least interesting consequence you can give to a character in writing as well as in a game. Yeah. Like, I... I would prefer you break someone down to their fucking finest, smallest pieces before you kill them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, with that, when you have the building blocks of a person, you get to see who they really are. Yeah. And in a story that's beautiful, you know, you get to express something that's, it's, it's, uh, that's something you don't really get to see too often, right? And yeah. with a character in a TTRPG, it's like, I can finally treat this person as, like, a person and not just, like, my little voice gag that I do with my friends. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, what happens when they're sad? What happens when they're broken? What happens when they're, they're, you know, they're, they're turning against their own friends because of an ideological disagreement? You know what I mean? Like, what happens to them then? What do they start doing? How do they react? You know? Yeah. And yeah. It's like that, that that's beyond just uh, uh, screenwriting. That's, that's also like, yeah, you can do that in a lot of things. You can do that in a video game. You can do that in a fucking TTRPG. And yeah. that's just really cool. Like. I don't know. Maybe I'm being fucking high, high art about this shit. <laughs> but I think it's a really cool way to be able to express yourself, you know, by, by doing shit like that. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that, yeah, I, I totally absolutely agree because that's, yeah, people use use death as like a, a cheap trick. Like, yeah. look at, uh, uh, I don't know if you ever watched Supernatural, but that's what, mm -hmm. the, Supernatural, like someone. They kill characters like all the fucking time. Right? It's well, yeah, and, and like, and that's, you know, that's. Fun that, show though. But. Well, and that's, I'm, I'm kind of afraid Marvel's starting to kind of go in that direction too. You know, because people start bitching and they're like, oh, you don't kill anybody. It's not realistic. Yeah. Well, then they kill somebody. And everyone's like, I want that oh, character don't, back. Don't oh, yeah. No. And Bring so. It back. <laughs> I want that die. Get me to fucking. I, I need more Spider-Man dolls. Please yeah. Don't kill him. Well, it, and so I, I like that idea where you said like there, there's uh, and, uh, how I like to put it is there's worse things than death. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, what's what, someone at their worst or what's someone at their most vulnerable? What's someone at their. Because, like, sometimes even you at your worst isn't, like, evil. It's, like, self-righteous. It's, like, vindicated by something, like, really petty. You know, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, sometimes your 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 worst is your, your vices that you didn't even know you had. You know, yeah. it's, like, the part of your personality that you buried deep. And now that this character's been broken down into pieces, that ends up making the forefront. And they have to identify that and realize, oh, my God. Am I a dick? You know, like it's like yeah. self-reflection, you know. Well, and and not to get too dark with this, mm. but you know, you just you talk to people and everyone. What does everyone say is their darkest? They're like a lot of times, their worst fear outside of like oh snakes, but you know, like death, right? People say death. Well, especially in America, a lot yeah. of people are afraid well, of death and, because we don't talk about it. And then what you talk about is what about like Alzheimer's? Mm -hmm. What about the idea that that you lose your mind, so you're still alive? It's the but you're it's not there. kind of death, right? It's, it's, like, it's almost worse than that because yeah. you're there and your family sees you. They know that the person that they grew up, you know, loving their husband, their dad, their yeah. father, their, their sister, brother, and whatever. Content warning for anybody who has uh, yeah. any 
people in their lives that have Alzheimer's. Yeah, I mean, like that's like if you think like to me, that's like the scariest thing. It's this idea that you're you're alive but not, mm-hmm. and so and like, you remember too. Uh, you remember some of it. Yeah, yeah just, you you could wake up at like three a.m. have yeah. a quick memory of like at three a.m. You wake up mm-hmm. like, I, I'm me, mm-hmm. and by the time you wake back up, it's gone. Yeah, you know. So I, the, I have it's, some people it, in my family actually that, that have Alzheimer's, and it's it's horrible. Yeah, and so like, that's the thing. It's like like there's worse things than just like watching a character die. You know, there's watching you lose that character in another way. Yeah. There's watching that character leave you. Mm-hmm. You know. In other ways, and I feel like that's so much worse and can hit so much harder. It doesn't. And it doesn't have to be like Alzheimer's like that. But but yeah. the point is that that was an extreme example of, of there are far worse things that you yeah, could definitely. do and look at as opposed to just like, uh, hey, boyfriend girlfriend love each other, they died done. Mm-hmm. We went a long way from from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like that's isn't that interesting that like Fresh Prince of Bel Air they want to make a dark series thing, right? But it's like. I guess even based on this conversation, right? Like, they already did. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they already talked about these things. They already talked about family. They talked about um, connections. They talked about what it feels like to be alone. Even you know. Yeah. yeah. No, they they, they hit. Things. They said they hit hard topics. Yeah. Like, they that, hit that, really that's... fucking hard topics, but with jokes and shit yeah. peppered in between. Yeah, and, and you feel and... like you weren't talking about it, but then afterwards you're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know, in that episode, you know, everyone looks at that one episode as like, but there's there's. Oh, dozens of more, other yeah. examples over 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 the years of, of them having again then you look at like like family matters then you look at like all these other shows you know uh full house and stuff mm-hmm. like that where you know they hit they hit these these big things and they didn't do it by just like oh this is so hard and everything is so you know it's it's not like a 2000s action movie type yeah. type of of overacting and that's the thing right it's like i feel like when it comes to like gritty reboots they take themselves so fucking seriously that it's hard to take seriously. And that's a weird thing to say, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's so true, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you're too serious to be taken seriously. Yeah. You know, it's like you're too in your you're up your own ass. You know? Yeah. And and I honestly yeah. think some of them could even work better. Like, mm-hmm. uh, how what I really like to look at is like the Disney reboots. Mm-hmm. Like the Disney reboots should be good. Some of them should be right, but they're garbage. Maybe not like, the Lion King. Well, yeah. Look at the, like yeah. the Lion King just made the Lion King. And they, it's not even live action because it's all CG yeah. in a CG world. Mm-hmm. So, like, not even the landscape is real. My girlfriend fucking loves The Lion King. The live she action? hated the live action. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, cause it, it's, just, it's just Lion King without the charm. Yeah. You know? Like, where's the cuteness? Where's the, the <laughs> fucking... Because, yeah, it's like we're exploring... Uh, the father dies. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're talking about a light story. Here. Yeah, yeah. He gets trampled to death by a bunch of gazelles. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. And it doesn't help. And that he some watches the, it. <laughs> doesn't help that some of the voice choices were weird, too. Um, I think some of them were actually spot on. Maybe not, like, because, like, I think we were talking before about, like. Yeah, we just talked about it the other night. Yeah, it's weird that, like, Nala was Beyonce. Maybe the mom could have been. I, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think Beyonce should have been swapped because yeah. Beyonce's a queen. Like, let's be honest, right? Yeah, she's, she's make a her the goddamn queen. queen. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why you is know? she the kid? That's well, weird. Well, especially, like, she's, uh, she's what, in her 50s now, right? Yeah. Childish make Gambino. Queen, make her badass. Who yeah, yeah. Cares? Uh, like, uh, uh, what's his face? I keep saying Childish Gambino. I forgot his actor name. Oh, just say it. Just uh, Childish Gambino. <laughs> he's, like, 28, maybe, thir- like, like yeah. in early 30s. Like, and he, and he sounds even younger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I think he was actually a great choice for Simba. Oh, 100%. 100%. But, but you hit this kind of like, wow, you know, kind of voice next to, you know, the queen. 
Beyonce. Yeah. You know, it's like that it was kind of weird. You know, and it's then, almost like uh, she's a cougar. <laughs> like, she's like hunting down mm, Charles Gambino. Yeah. Mm. Well, and then you know, then then you know, Seth Rogen kind of comes in as Puma, which like I kind of got like. But actually, when I, I saw the casting, like yeah, because when I saw the casting, I didn't mind it, but like in 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 um, in practice, in practice, right? it didn't really work because he just kind of. It's like he went back to like his yeah. like Pineapple Express stoner days, yeah. <laughs> which would have been great if this was a goddamn cartoon. Exactly. See, this is the thing, right? Yeah. It's like it's like the choices that were made reflected an actual reboot of like the cartoon maybe like a redo yeah. of how that looked and everything that those all were solid like choices if that were the case but then it wasn't it was yeah. weird semi-realistic every animal has like fucking stilted just the same murder Look, yeah. face on like everything all that that's another thing even with the songs and everything i couldn't even get into the cuteness of it because there are so many moments where there's just lion death murder face just looking back <laughs> yeah, yeah, at you. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? I feel like scared. Like, should I be? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I like this. Yeah, What's up with this? Because lion's going to kill. He's going he's gonna to kill that little bird. <laughs> like, he's don't fucking die. He's going to kill that bird. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, then you look at some of the other ones. Like, like, uh, We're going to watch like Nat Geo shit happening yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, you know? It's like. I know. Well, <laughs> watch something get clawed to death and fucking ripped into pieces. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I was say, yeah. Well, then, like, like again, I, I think we actually did, we were talking about this the other night because, like, mm. like um, <clears throat> then you get like Aladdin that like was almost good. Like, it had a good inspiration, but the guy couldn't pull it off. Yeah. You know. Then you get Beauty and the Beast that was like well, basically for some reason all of Hol was all of I think Lindsay Ellis said this best. Uh, was all of Bollywood busy? That they yeah. just didn't hire anybody or yeah. what? Like, like okay, on. well, I, I've seen some Bollywood on YouTube. I think yeah, that should like, be good. It's literally like someone watched a couple Bollywood films on YouTube. They're like, I, I, I think I, I, I pretty got much this. understand. I get it. See another Will you Smith. Know? He keeps popping in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we swear it's not an actual thing. This wasn't planned to bring Will Smith through yeah. this. Level. I should just put him on the thumbnail. I'm so sorry, Will Smith. Once again, we're not trying to talk down to smaller creators. <laughs> and we really appreciate your heart. And we love you. And you were great in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, man. Honestly, even that movie, like, the problem is, again, like, Robin Williams is such a hard place person to replace. Oh, yeah. There was no way you are going to replace Robin Williams. But I think as far as performances that you could have done, I think he did pretty good. I wish they had just let him completely be him as opposed to him. Because they let him half be him, but still try to be Robin Williams. And I think they should have just been like, no, you... Start from the beginning what you would have done in this situation. Exactly. It's like, this is your character now. Yeah, and I think it would have been yeah. even better because he he plays it. That, that's what he does. Is he plays yeah. it up. Um, well, but, Will Smith, he's a fucking really good actor. You know? Yeah, I know you, that, it, like, it, it's kind of forgotten, yeah. but he he is. Yeah. Like, he's genuinely a he solid actor. He just gets actor. stuck in a bunch of shitty movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's his eternal curse. You well, know? And, yeah. and you see, so here's, the, here's, my, here's my theory. Because, you know, a lot of these actors, they grew up rich, right? They grew up rich going to, like, art schools and stuff like that. You can tell actors that grew up rich and actors that grew up poor. Mm. Actors that grew up poor are like Samuel Jackson, where they, they take yeah. everything. It could be good movie, bad movie, doesn't matter. They'll take it because they're oh, making yeah. that money. You get these rich actors that grew up, they're the ones that, oh, I don't take this because of my artistic this, that, or the other. Mm. But I because they've never had to struggle for money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the difference is like I Will Smith. <laughs> you know, Will Smith. Maybe Will Smith should have. Maybe you could take a lesson. But but that but that's the difference, you know. Again, like Samuel Jackson, he'll he'll show you. You know, he didn't start acting until he was like like sixty or like in his fifties. Yeah. 
And he has so I many. I think he was like forty, I, wasn't he? Was he was he, he was older than most people, and 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 he has like. Did you watch some of his older films? Like, uh, uh, there was this one movie. I'm only remembering it right Snakes now. On because, not <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Not Snakes on a plane. Across a hundred and tenth street. You remember that fucking? What, what was that? Was the theme song? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god! I don't, I don't even it have. Was, half it was that really day. good, but uh, uh, um, I'm forgetting the name right now. But good movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, like he 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 did kind of start later, and you can tell like like that that's another man who's got like a lot of fucking passion when it comes to what he does. You know, he's he's better than people give him credit. Like he's one of those actors because there's there's two different there's actors that like like Johnny Depp who get like lost in the part and and become that. Yeah. Or Gary Oldman, and there's actors mm-hmm. that like Gary Oldman's like a chameleon. He's yeah. an actual shifter. Yeah. Like he's a shift shifter. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's seriously there's parts that I watched that I didn't realize it was him. It's like what the. That's Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he look, lost look at, thirty pounds between... and gained twenty here. <laughs> like His facial structure changed here. Yeah, he's like an actual fucking uh, uh, doppelganger. You know? Yeah, and then then there's <laughs> actors like like Samuel Jackson and uh, um, you know, and some of those guys that like they turn the part into their own. Yeah, and they're they're both just as good. They're both just as valid. It's just different types of of you know. Parts so different yeah. types of. I mean, of Nick acting. Cage. Nick Cage does that too, but in his own special way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's his face? Uh, um, uh, uh, Denzel Washington is one of my favorite oh, actors yes. of all time, and he's like that. Every part position is Denzel, but it, he also that part doesn't feel like Denzel Washington. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like he makes every position his, mm. but he still like, gets into those character each one of those characters, oh, and so like, but he turns that part into a Denzel part, mm-hmm. whereas like Gary Oldman fits whatever that part is. Yeah, you know that's why Gary Oldman's more like a chameleon, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but but yeah, you know, where I was going with that again, though, it's like like that's that. But you can see, you know, the guys who who grew up without the money, they're right. taking every role, no matter how good, bad, whatever, because they're you know they they knew what it was like without money. Yeah. I think also th- there's there's something to it. Like I I used to do a little bit of acting, you know, in in, in my day as well. And sometimes back like uh, back back in the old old country, <laughs> you know. Um, and um, unfortunately, it was up here in Seattle, so there wasn't. That much work. There's not. Yeah, I, I, I was. I tried to do the same thing. I feel like. we we get. It's mostly like commercial gigs and stuff like that. But there's something about like I don't know. Some of these motherfuckers can really sell what they're doing, and sometimes you you get a better idea of what it is, and well, not better idea. You get an idea of what it is being told from you by like the director or something, and then you do it and you realize it's not that great. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So th- there's also that. You know, sometimes in your head it sounds way better. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, I I feel that I feel that. Um, so actually, we we we're running out of time. I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions. Mm. Uh, I love these. I Speed love. I, love <laughs> I said that's why I, I love this though because this is kind of what I wanted. Like like obviously we started with TTRPGs, but I think this other stuff is important too because like that that last it, what we talking about media, is, right? It all yeah. ties back into the kind of media you consume, the things that you enjoy. It's not just a bunch of numbers on the. That's that's the thing. This game isn't just a bunch of numbers and math rocks. Those things are a part of it, yes, but that's not the game. You know, at the end of the day, the game is, it's about storytelling. It's really about storytelling. Yeah. It's really about the fucking primal, oh, 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 you know, being in the fucking, uh, uh, being in the cave with the, with the, with the fire and everybody going yeah, around yeah, yeah. and talking about like shit they made up, you know? Yeah. And that's at the heart of what it is. And the numbers and the math rocks help, but they're only there for as long as they help. 
You know what yeah. I mean? They're, they're there. They do, they do their purpose. They yeah. run their purpose. And the moment they get in the way, you tell them to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really what I, I, I've said a number of times in different videos. Like, one of the best things you can do, because mm-hmm. uh, you know, people are like, oh, what can I do to be a better DM? What can I do to yeah. tell a better story? Take a creative writing class. Yeah, sure. Learn. learn. See, I, what I love, one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube mm-hmm. is, is some of these guys that break down stories. Yeah. So they, and most of them are meant for writers, and I'm not a writer. I'm not. I'm not. You know, but but they break yeah, down. Yeah, we have like porn level acting in our in our, uh, in our TTRPGs. You exactly. Know? <laughs> we don't exactly have Denzel Washington. Here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Denzel, Denzel he's showing up. Yeah, he's he showing us up out. to the session. But but yeah, I mean, it breaks down like like what makes or, or like especially movies too. It's like yeah. it breaks down what what makes the story, what makes the payoff. Why? Yeah. Uh, there's this one I forgot the channel, but there's one series that takes two movies similar scenes and why one worked and one didn't mm-hmm. like they took why uh, avengers worked but but um justice league didn't yeah. and they broke it down to like four scenes that basically were the same points in the story yeah. and why one worked and one didn't you know and that's one of the best things you can do is learn that stuff because the problem is like again a lot of people like the death like we, we talk about that people people like think like, oh man that death back in that one video that one show hit me hard mm-hmm. But they didn't see why it hit you hard. Yeah, they and just so, assumed the death was the impactful thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. So then this is it. It kind of reciprocates back into this feeling of like that's why grounded and realism means everybody just dies because yeah. whatever. It's like you're right that like no, it's like, and this comes down to just media analysis in general, right? Like people having bad media analysis takes about realizing why did they feel the things they feel, what made you fucking feel like your heart was getting torn out in that Will Smith moment. What made you uh, when Spider-Man said, I don't feel so good, you know, Mr. Stark. And even though you can say, oh, the line wasn't that great or whatever. It's like there were still a lot of people who watched that stuff and started crying, you know, and felt something. And like, yeah, it's 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 important to 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 watch things like that. Right. Like to to be able to analyze why do you feel the things that you feel when you watch these images and hear what each, these each actors are saying. And then even when you translate into why did this moment in your TTRPG game make you just like cheeks go red, smiling, look at your players like I'm so proud of you. Yeah. You know, because everybody has those moments and it's important to understand what made them happen. It wasn't just the event. It wasn't just all of these things, right? It's like you can have a stupid goblin named Gabo who becomes the team mascot in the day <laughs> yeah, he yeah. dies, like session 30, 3,500, whatever. You know, like 10 years into your campaign and he, he passes away and then everybody starts done, crying. Yeah. It's like there was more to it than, than like just him dying. You know, there was more to it than just the horrible thing that happened with the character. There was more to it than just his girlfriend left him or whatever the fuck, you know? It's like it's the things preceding it. It's the themes that were being presented. It's it's all of that stuff combined that led to this is why I felt why I felt. Yeah. What what I like to say is that it's not the death, it's the loss. Yeah. And and because yeah, in something like that in particular, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's not that they died, it's that they lost them as a companion, as a mm. as a, again a husband, a father, almost like a, a sister. Yeah, and so it because and, and that lo- loss is the emotion. Loss mm. is what you feel, you know. And if you don't care, then you don't feel that loss. It's just a death, and that people don't yeah. care. You don't. Nobody cares about the death, mm. you know. In real life or in, in media, you don't care about the death. You care about the loss because yeah. that's an emotion. That's a feeling. That's something that connects you. 
And so that's what you have. You have, when you do anything in whether it's a TTRPG or TTRPG or whatever, you have to think what emotion am I trying to get them to feel? And then does this get across that emotion, or is it just a thing? Did, did I just have a did did an action happen or did a feeling happen? And that's what exactly. you're trying to it get across. It wasn't a dice roll. Yeah. It was a feeling. Yeah. You, you, know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not, you didn't beat the boss. You've defeated, you, you've, you've finally conquered that enemy. You, you're yeah, elated because, yeah. you know, you're, you're over this hurdle. It's, it's, you know, and that's mm -hmm. because you built up, you know, you really hate this guy. He taunted, he hurt your people. Yeah. He did, you well, know, that's the best villains are ones that you either really sympathize with or ones that you fucking hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, I, I had a, a villain in one of my campaigns who, you know, one of the things that he did is he took a lot of players' lives. And he had this thing with his, his uh, special gun that when he dropped someone, uh, they couldn't be revived. And he trapped them in this little pistol. And every time they killed him, he kept coming back. And yeah. so they were just fucking pissed. They're like, we're done. He, he, one of the uh, players got his character and hunted after him instead. And which is funny. <laughs> Looking back at the Blades game, that happened too with this other character that was hunting them. It's like, I like that kind of like villain to where you feel like your characters will reach a breaking point where they're just tired of being chased. They're tired of being hounded. And it's like, they're going to do something proactive about it. They're like, I'm done. You know, it's like, I'm mad. Like, I'm almost actually mad, you know, like in real yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, and then you feel that. And then when you get them, it's like, yes, fuck you. You know, like, I yeah. got you, bitch. You well, yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, it's because like, it connected with yeah. you. And it, 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 it was, you know, their actions weren't just actions. Yeah. They were actions that led to feelings yeah. over time. And then it made you. And what you said there, what you said something really important that I, you just kind of skipped over that I think is more important than, oh, yeah. you know, because you said uh, either people that, that, you know, you hated like that or that you, liked and cared for yeah and again that's one of those things it's like you know the the uh the villain that and now it's overdone it really is overdone this this uh sympathetic, sympathetic villain. villain you oh, know yeah. sometimes it is okay just to have a, a, a mustache twirling yeah. bad twist guy bad. as long yeah. as you you know but but you know the problem is like everyone's trying to do because it worked effectively but the reason it worked effectively is like you liked a villain yeah. and then you could you actually about, sympathize with yeah him. and then yeah. then you go back to that loss it's you, you know you're sad that they or, died not even just sympathizing with them I think sometimes people will make the villain sympathetic and they'll make the hero unsympathetic. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, that's annoying because then it's yeah. like, well, who the fuck am I supposed to like? Because now you <laughs> killed the guy I like and I hate this movie. Yeah. yeah like, well, uh, one, you know, one, one death that happened that I like to point to for maybe not a pure antagonist, but that got antagonistic is Boromir. Because mm. look at, you know, because Boromir, it's one of those things you got into it and you sort of liked him, but he was more like, He's kind of like he's kind of a dick, right? Oh, he's but then you kind of realize that, like, you know, they they gave him just enough personality, just enough life that you realize, like, oh, he's doing this for a reason. Yeah. And then he kind of redeemed himself, but he died, yeah. and and it it hurt not because of like, <clears throat> you know, not not because like, oh, it's your friend that died, but because you lost the potential for yeah. this future hero. You lost this potential of this great there character. Was something in him. Yeah, you got to see it in that moment when he did something heroic, when he drew all the yeah. orcs away. Yeah, you saw his him. heart. Yeah. You saw what he could have been. Yeah. And so we lament the loss of what could have been. Yeah. And so that's where like like it's beautiful. Yeah, and that and that goes to like you know about you know like I think that's what they originally tried with Loki. It didn't work so well in the, when he you know Loki first quote unquote died, but yeah. it, it did later on you know because then it's just like oh I like this guy you know. Yeah, and and you regret the loss of what could have been with him, mm -hmm. 
you know, over over like just like him just dying. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and so that that's I think that that was like a really you know a good point that you made and and uh and why we went off on that tangent because it's you know TTRBGs are great because you can bring in influences from everywhere beyond oh, just like oh, yeah. here's a character called you know uh smacks main not bad xp you know uh <laughs> stuff like that but here's you know, my blatant ripoff of a, <laughs> of a popular video game i like to play exactly you know i mean and, that's not even a bad place to start too i mean one of my characters in the upcoming uh dice goblins game is started actually from a blatant yeah. ripoff of caustic from league of legends uh, what the fuck am i saying apex. caustic from apex legends yeah both legends you know? yeah <laughs> that's right confusing but yeah, from Apex Legends, and uh, I just liked, um, I just liked the voice actors' uh, performance in that. And I thought the idea of like cool toxic trapper scientist. I also thought it's really cool whenever games do this. But he also had like a really interesting body type. He was like really burly. He was really like barrel chested. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so I was like, I played this guy originally in a Descent into Avernus campaign. He, uh, I rolled like pretty high strength and constitution, but I was an artificer. So then it's like, oh. He yeah. would look kind of like him. He's like a scientist, but he's 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 jacked. He's kind of yeah. jacked. It's like yeah, it's like that's it's, it's the Rock playing a scientist. Uh, not like <laughs> quite the not like quite the Rock, but like he's got like that Russian like like a, a, a dad wrestler kind of dad bod. Yeah, that, you, you have Putin. Yeah. You have Vladimir Putin. He's got the Putin going on, little barrel chested. He's so he's got the arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can see the little veins going out. Yeah. Like he'll beat ass, but he's also like yeah. the scientist guy. Yeah. And then I, I love the personality of like he's so like he elucidates and he uses really big words be, just because he knows you don't understand them. He's and not I, even using them correctly. It's just a big word. Yeah, he's just using a big word. <laughs> and he says it really confidently. And so it's just like, yeah. 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 So I he's feel like, that. He sounds like he's really smart. And he is smart, but he's too smart for his own good. You know, it's like that's kind of what I was going for originally. And then I, I, of course, added my own, like, spin to it. I gave him more of, like, a relationship to, like, his daughter. Like, he's, like, a single father because I love making single fathers. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. You know, Allegedly, half, apparently. Al- every, every fucking character I make <laughs> is Geralt of Rivia slash the Mandalorian slash uh, whatever, uh, Joel from yeah. The Last of Us, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and even then, like, like, what I was saying, like, like a blatant, yeah. you know, bringing in, that wasn't even, like, a bad thing. I was just saying, like, oh, it's, yeah. it, there's there's more aspects of it than just doing that. But, oh, definitely. But even then, like, I think that's a great place, if, for, especially for people, like, like, you've been doing this for a long time, so it's a bit different. But, you know, some people, like, when they're first starting, like, where do I start? Well, anime isekais. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they usually start. I'm just like, like, what's a character you like? Mm. Cool. What do you like about them? Yeah. It, see, that's cool. the main thing, right? Take, now make them you. Make yeah. them yours. I think that's something people forget. What do you like about them? I ask this question to every single person who wants to start making a D&D character. When you want to rip a character off, why do you like them? Ask yourself that question and you'll come up with a more interesting character. What makes them unique? What makes them interesting? Yeah. What makes them what makes you care about them? Yeah. Why do you give a fuck? Because yeah. if you don't give a fuck, no one else will <laughs> fuck the table. Believe me. Perfect. No one will care. They're like, oh, he just talks to himself in the corner. And then everybody else just, <laughs> you know, fucking hangs out with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just leave you to your broody self, you Perfect. know? No one uh, understands my pain. <laughs> the darkness inside me. It Wake hurts so up. bad. It hurts. Well, uh, so we're actually running out of time. Uh, uh, so we're, we only have a couple minutes. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and do a rapid round. Mm-hmm. Um, I will try not to interject with stories. And, and this is going to be tough for us. Uh, <laughs> oh, this can be very hard. So we're we're, we're gonna go uh, a quick little rapid uh, rapid session just to get a couple more of these questions in there, and because 
uh, yeah, apparently we like to talk, and and I think I think this was good. I think this was a really yeah, good definitely. conversation. I think we got to cover a lot that that didn't seem like directly TTRPG, but it also like helped kind of like give our our views on it. Yeah, and it, it, I think I think these are all things that could really help with people. All of these are objective facts, and if you disagree, you can suck my cock. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're just wrong you're wrong you're bad and you should feel bad <laughs> uh okay so so real quick uh what told this is going to feel totally off track based off what we we're talking okay. about uh what uh what made you make a dd channel what made you make your your channel in general like why did you choose to make horror story channel on dnd uh originally what made me want to make a horror story channel was i used to listen to uh I, well, I still listen to him, but I, I used to listen to a lot of Crit Crab when he was first starting out, when he was back like 10K, 20K, like size channel. Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to that, the whole airship story, all the classics, basically. Yeah. And I wanted to do it actually like a, almost a year before, but I just didn't end up doing it. And uh, I kind of regret that. Um, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that hard. Oh, yeah. Because I, it's a lot of it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And it's nice just being able to scold people about dumb decisions they make. And it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, but it's all it's all in good fun at the end of the day. You know, it's like we we want to kind of show people like what went wrong and things like that. But yeah, like Kurt Crab got me started out with that. Yeah, no, I feel mm-hmm. that's, I, I used to listen to all this stuff, and I always had my own opinion. I'm just like, oh, here's my opinion, and you know, nobody nobody gets gonna you make a comment. Comment, so. you get like two likes, and you're like, yes, I'm validated. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I feel that. Right. And one of the likes is yours. Exactly. On your second account. Yeah, Yeah, your second account. (laughs) Uh, Your LeBron James account that you have to go and and talk good about yourself. Yes. Uh, So, uh, what what is your favorite type of story to read? Mm, My favorite type of story to read. Um, mm, I like investigations. I I like uh, because that's actually where we started off when we first started playing TTRPGs with Dark Heresy was investigations and kind of like figuring things out. So I kind of like noir and stuff is, is, is stuff that I, I kind of like. Probably should have stuff. clarified that. I meant uh, your favorite type of horror story to read. Oh, my favorite type I mean, of horror story. On the channel, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's my a good fa- answer, though. That, like, oh, that's a good answer. Um, my favorite type of like horror story read. I like horror stories about different games. And I also like horror stories about, um, uh, uh, what's it called? I like horror stories where someone made a mistake that wouldn't have been a mistake in a different table, so that I can un- so that I can kind of clarify to people what exactly went wrong. Yeah, it's you know not that I mean? it was wrong; it's just yeah. wrong for this table. Or exactly. That table. Yeah. Because there's a lot of that actually. There's quite a bit of that where it's like, this was an incredibly awkward situation because you did not read the room because you have the social intelligence of a walnut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah, it's like demonstrating a bit of like what went wrong. Like, yeah, these guys were like kids in high school, but this is what happened, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Also, mm-hmm. uh, off camera, uh, off, off uh, Mike, he told me that uh, cat girl stories. So make sure to always send him all your cat girl stories. Please send me every single one of your ooh cat girl stories. <laughs> Signed, Jacob Crow. Actually, funny story. I used you made uh, a cat girl bear bard of the old logo a while ago, oh, and sent it to me. Yeah. I just used it in my video that released today. That's As awesome. of this recording, this is going to go out a lot later. In that, but my great. recording, I used it in a video because I made a, a cat girl joke. Uh, oh <laughs> so it ended up, it, it did get used. I don't know if you used it in your video. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one with the, the I put the little uh, blush yeah, on the, the cheeks. And the, and the, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, made a, I, uh, I just made a joke in my opening about it. So uh, it made incredible. it in there. I should, I should, I, need, I should put you as a, a credit in, in the oh, artist. thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. 
That's I keep I keep all my uh, all any artists that contributed to my page. Yeah, on the I'm an artist now. Hell yeah, exactly. Now I'm I'm mom. I'm finally a content creator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what what common aspects do you see uh, connect your connect these horror stories? Like what is something common you see aspect. across? Um. Uh, to go back to what we were saying, honestly, one of the big ones: shitty media analysis. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> shitty media analysis. Uh, not recognizing you actually want to play a uh, uh, board game or a war game, and you're playing D and D instead. And also, um, people who really don't want to play that game that you're playing, but do it anyway. Whether that's D and D, or if even just the kind of game you run at your table, you know, even if it's like the game they wanted to play, like the system, but it's not the kind of game they wanted to play as like the campaign you know what i mean yeah and then going through it anyway and then, and then what happens they come to regret it later it falls apart even my, my most recent story i'm going to be posting uh uh you know follow the gross perch and subscribe to the channel if you want to find it um in 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 my most recent uh uh, uh video these two guys literally get into like a fist fight over one of them wanting to play pathfinder and he goes through the game anyway and he hates it and he hates the dm and he just keeps escalating shit until eventually, like, they get mad at each other and throw dice and beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. But it's like, it didn't need to get to this point. Also, they're both stupid, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, that's aside from the point. But, yeah, like, uh, um, yeah, one of the main gripes from there was just two people who had completely dis different uh, uh interpretations of what they imagined this game was and they went through to play with each other anyway and they didn't mesh and of course they hated each other naturally yeah, yeah. uh <clears throat> well unfortunately i think that that uh i got like 20 more questions not 20 but, I got, yeah. but but yeah i think i think uh, we're actually renting a space here at a, at a library so we gotta we uh, snuck in here and we broke in <laughs> The alarm's been going off for the past hour, and they're going to escort us out of the building. I said we have a broom just stuck in the in the in the. Yeah, door. exactly. Uh, so bum, why don't you go bum, ahead bum, bum. and and uh, tell people, uh, go ahead, and, uh, you know, plug anything you want. What have yeah. you been working on? What do you what do you got? Uh yeah, um, I am uh working on more of these horror story videos. I'm hoping on doing other coverage of different stories as well. I had a suggestion before one of my non-horror stories it followed this guy who posted stories about his bard john the bard and i had recorded a couple of different episodes of his little stories i wanted to go through them just because they were fun and some people liked them and uh, i wanted to start doing that as well and also you can find me on dice goblins we're getting started back up with a new game Fairboard's going to be in it and uh <clears throat> oh excuse me and uh um yeah, I think that's gonna be like almost next month, like midway. Yeah, right? I think like I think fourteen. Yeah, I think we're we're looking at doing maybe like a mini episode of of like a podcast type thing before that, kind of going over yeah. uh, character stuff potentially before that. But yeah, I think the uh, uh, well, the recording will be mid next month. You know, yeah. we'll, then we'll have to see about editing and stuff like that for uh -huh. after that because you know, all of us, obviously, all of us have our own channels and stuff. So we're yes. we're gonna be working on that. But yeah, I was, I was gonna say that the dice goblins. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Co is gonna be. DMing for us and and, and yes. we got we got a really good Co group of people. is incredible. Another person you subscribe, another person you should subscribe to because she does amazing stuff. And uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, man, I, I seriously I appreciate you uh, uh, coming in. This yeah, has been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, we'll have to do it again. This is this has been 
uh, uh, I said it's been a good, good, good conversation. It's been a lot of fun working with you. Yeah. Do we have an outro? That's that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm butcher I'm butchering an outro from from. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, thank you guys for joining us for this this podcast, the second episode of uh, Fireside Chat with the Bearboard. If you like this, make sure to give this podcast a follow. Uh, if if you're listening on somewhere that has a ranking, go ahead and give us a five star. We always appreciate that. You can find Crow's Perch at Crow's Perch on YouTube. Uh, he also has, you know, uh, Twitter, all the other uh, uh, fun oh, stuff. stuff. Follow me for hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you want to uh, go ahead and, and follow me, you can obviously find me on, on YouTube. You can also find me on uh, Discord, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, and oh, even yeah. actually TikTok. Uh, Bearbard TikTok. I, awesome. I only have four videos on there. Because I was doing shorts, but mm. I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth. I'm going to add content to it, but I'm not quite sure. I'm thinking actually tips. Mm. Um, potentially not great tips, though. <laughs> Horror story <laughs> tips. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but, but keep an eye out for that. There's, there's going to be more to that, the TikTok, but it, it, it's growing. I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. I, I've actually been interested in wanting to do like a TikTok to the Horror Story channel in general. But like, yeah, I was kind of wondering, like, because of how short the format is, like, what exactly are they doing? Would it be giving like advice or something like that? Yeah. So, so I'm interested in seeing how it turns out for you. So yeah, because I, I did, I, I started doing shorts on the channel, and they just didn't. They were not good. They did, uh, they just didn't do well. I should say, mm. like the stories were fine. They were short stories, but but yeah, they just didn't do well. And I feel like oh. it, it hurt the channel more than helped. So, mm. um, that was the original intent. But I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something with the TikTok, and we'll we'll see we'll see where that goes. Gotcha. But um, um <clears throat> you know. Also, make sure to, call, you know, uh, I also have some other podcasts. Uh, if you don't like to listen to all my commentary on the videos, I take all my videos, take out the commentary, and condense them into just episodes of this podcast. I have six of those out so far you can listen to. Um, and then there's going to be more of these. I'm, I'm, I'm planning ahead. I've got, like, eight more shows already planned out, kind of kind of who I'm going with. So this okay. is going to be an ongoing thing. So make sure make sure to give this this uh, podcast a follow and, and keep an eye out. I'm really excited about, you know, this one was great, and I'm really excited about some of the other episodes coming out. So. Uh, I think it's gonna be good. Who's your next guest, by the way? Uh, I'm not gonna say yet because Ooh, it is a secret. Kind of Drake is he showing with the underwear? <laughs> well, without the underwear, all the underwear is oh, already gone. Whoa. He's he's coming. He's going whoa. to be. He's gonna be giving them to your, your patrons. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> he's not gonna have any left, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said maybe I'll show. I'll go to Walmart, pick him up a pack. So he has, yeah, he has pick him up eight a pack. pack. <laughs> when he flies into when he flies into recording studio. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, uh, again, thanks again. Uh, thank you for showing up. Uh, for now, though, this has been the Bear Bard and Crow's Perch. Stay kind, stay beautiful, and keep on living that bard life. As the crow flies. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah!